0: Okay, this is going to be a fun one to some of you. Interesting, uh, a glimpse into another world. But for a lot of you, this is a real ongoing issue. In Paul's life, it was a real struggle between him teaching Jesus and many of his Jewish brothers and sisters wanting Jesus and a bunch of the old Jewish law. And, and these two went at each other, and in fact, it resulted in the execution of Paul because they turned him over to the Roman authorities saying he was, he was breaching the peace. He was disturbing the order of the empire. All these years later, we still have people who want us to be drugged back into the temple. And I will get questions and they will say, well, why aren't we saying the real name of God? why aren't we saying Yahweh or why aren't we saying Yahweh Elohim uh, why aren't we saying Jerusalem? Why, why are we not saying you know um, Jesus is the, the Messiah the, uh, why aren't we using the proper pronunciations and then some of them will even go on and say it's it's not as if we could change them for our own language because you know Patrick you're always Patrick that's true uh, in Russia I'm Patrick In France I'm Patrick because the name that you're given is the name that you keep and they'll say well right then all of us across the world should say the proper name of god except that's something god never brought up ever in fact i we don't know god's name because we're humans with human ears and human brains and human larynxes we What would make you think we could even pronounce the name of some being as mighty and big as God? God gave us lots of names we could use. El, Elohim, uh, Adonai, El Shaddai. There are many names that he's given us, but he has not said this is the name and you have to use this, the name. Jesus is even called by other names. Lamb of God, Wonderful Counselor, Prince of God, Mighty Peace, you know many of these. And by the way, Jesus even called himself Father at one, uh, rather, I'm sorry, he called his Father, Father. He also called him God. He also called him Abba. So Jesus didn't feel like there was one true name that always must be used in referring to God. So is there a real name? We assume that there is because we have real names and there's really no basis. To believe, however, that God has only one name that he likes. It's he who inspired the writers to use all those other names, by the way. It wasn't just him, rather, the writers making things up. Sometimes they might have done that, but you keep looking and he keeps giving all of these names and answering to them. He answers to them. By the way, those who don't know Hebrew, should be very, very careful in insisting on proving things by it. Just a word to the wise. Yahweh is not the true name of God. In fact, it is an artificial name. It is a name taken from what's called a tetragrammaton, four consonants rammed together. Uh, Hebrew did not have vowels, uh, and then it uses little diacritical markings to help you pronounce things, but those didn't even show up for the longest time. They weren't in use during the time of the writing of scripture. And so you have this, uh, these people that will say it's Yahweh. No, it's four consonants. And they were so afraid of mispronouncing his name that they didn't pronounce it. There was one time a year that somebody could do it, but after and actually the pronunciation got lost. So what they did Uh, Christians did this and Jews did this, is that they took random vowels and stuck them between the consonants to get Yahweh. Uh, In fact, that's where the word Jehovah comes from. It's the same thing English-speaking people did that in the 1600s. They come across this thing and they started ramming the vowels in from Adonai into the middle of this four-consonant thing. And since we have J's, and the English language, it was Jehovah. Well, there are no J's in the Hebrew language. You have Yahweh, um, but again, God didn't say this was his name. What he gave us was so precious in this one case that you find them not pronouncing it, no vowels, the pronunciations lost, so later on vowels are added. And yet, God answers the prayers any name we use for god becomes sacred because of who he is not because of the sounds we utter in the caribbean islands uh, many of the different peoples refer to god as Yah. it's spelled j-a but just Yah. is that acceptable of course it is they're talking to their father allow them to speak to their father and don't interfere by saying no you know he like, there's another name he likes better Don't play that game. God didn't say it. You don't get to say it either. Um, By the way, then what would I say about the word Allah? Whenever I have, and I have Muslim friends. Uh, In fact, the man I call my closest brother on this planet is a Muslim. Uh, I don't agree with his view of scriptures and, and he doesn't agree with mine. But we both want to please God. When he speaks of God, he says, Allah, I speak of God, I use all kinds of names because the Bible has all kinds of names in it for God. But do I think, well then he's talking about some other God. No, I think he's trying to approach the Supreme Being of the universe. And so he has a name that he gives. By the way, don't write in and say the word Allah really was a moon deity. Words change, people change, and if you start following that rabbit trail, you're not going to enjoy where you end up. All right? So uh, my wife calls me sweetheart, and everybody that knows me knows I'm probably not sweet, and I might not have a heart, but the name is still good, and I'll take it. All right? Names just mean what we want them to mean. And God, God responds. By the way, you don't have to say it, because deaf people sign it. And it's just fine. It's just fine with God. Um, There's so much more I want to do here, but this is a Monday morning message. So I've got to be, got to be concise. So let me just skip to a very painful point. People want to be special. They want to have something unique. They want to have something status building in their lives. And one way to achieve this is to claim to have found hidden or special or magical knowledge. People believe they can gain or that they have gained this special status and knowledge by uncovering something that all the smart people ahead of them failed to notice. Jehovah's Witnesses will tell you that the cross was really not a cross, but a torture stake. Reason is that the guy that founded um, Jehovah's Witnesses, Charles Russell, uh, self-taught himself Greek, and, and it shows he didn't know Greek. And so he made a lot of mistakes that they just keep rolling with today. I've even had Jehovah's witnesses on my doorstep showing me pictures of their ancient manuscripts, you know, and saying, you know, God, we, when you refer to Jesus, we, we use a little G for God because that's what's in the originals. And I'll point to their manuscripts and I'll say, no, there were no little letters. Everything was a capital. Everything was an unseal and They didn't know that. And they generally don't say, wow, what a great point. They just leave the porch. Fact is Mormons have whole civilizations and whole Bibles and whole histories that never took place that say, that lead them to, we have this hidden knowledge. There are these hidden plates. You can't see them, they went away now. But then we had this other hidden that can't see that either because it's all gone away. But then there's, it it gives people status. Uh, Christians do this all the time. So do secular people, Da Vinci Code type people. Bible people will do it with the Genesis Code type stuff. A quick flip through Frank S. Mead's, yes, uh, a cousin long since past. His book, Handbook of Denominations, which is still being updated and printed. You'll find scores of churches in there who be- was, were founded upon the idea that they found something everybody else missed. If nobody else has found it. Perhaps it's because it isn't really there. Some frontier preacher once said there's nothing new and true in religion. If it's new it's not true and if it's true it's not new. It's an easy statement to misuse frankly but there is some truth in it. There will always be those who try to da Vinci code the Bible, find hidden doctrines, secret passages, You know, lost books. There are people that have made an entire career over finding one phrase about angels or demons in this area or one little prayer uttered by this other guy here and they'll write six books that basically expand the whole thing of the first book about this hidden thing and it's a key to understanding everything. You can find people that'll say if you don't accept their understanding of the creation story then you can't accept Christ either it's just bizarre people want to have status they want to be special they want to have that special secret hidden thing and that's always it's just it's sad some will even say they are conspiracies it's a conspiracy that changed worship from a Saturday to a Sunday it's a conspiracy that did conspiracies generally speaking don't exist or if they do they don't exist for long because somebody always talks And to talk about conspiracies by established religion, or the male-dominated society, or the Catholic Church, or the Academy of Country Music Artists, whatever you want to do, generally shows that you don't really have a historical argument to make. A lady that used to attend a church where I, I served would still come to my office every so often to try to evangelize me into saying the Hebrew name for God and the Hebrew name for Jesus and the Hebrew name, and she would even say Amin instead of um, amen, or, Amen or Amen or Amen at the end of a prayer. It had to be Amin. You have to say these things or God doesn't like you. I asked her, I said, then why are parts of the Bible not written in Hebrew? Like in the Old Testament, there's Syriac, there's Chaldean, and in fact, why is it then that when the word of god was preached in acts chapter 2 everybody heard quote in their own language in which they were born so not hebrew they learned the other language and by the way john's aren't always john no matter where you go that's patrick's aren't always patrick because john can be Owen, ian Juan. It can be all those others. God's name moves within everybody's different tongues. But the visits of that lady did give me, they were a favorite to me, because it made me think about what my religious tribe looks like to those outside whenever we talk about that we have found this and we have discovered this. Have we really? Maybe, maybe, we should just get our eyes off of the idea of this new knowledge that'll make us special and maybe we can just look at Jesus maybe we can just focus on Jesus maybe we can try to live like Jesus could that'll elevate your status all you need it that'll make you special you already are special to God but maybe it'll make you feel special or, and make you special to others as you love them with the love of the lord it won't be as dramatic as claiming you have found secret codes to the end of the world or the like but be more effective it will be more true my kids don't call me much anymore and the reason is i train them to be independent and they do call me we and i call them and we text more than call like it's 2022 and we are very open and we love each other very very dearly and I don't care what they call me my uh, daughter calls me dad my uh, son calls me da my wife calls me sweetheart sometimes Patrick Uh, she never uses my full name I'm never in that kind of trouble my mom calls me by a different name and I I call her mom or mom or the and guess what it's fine because no matter what you call God at least you're calling them. Have a blessed day. You already are special. You don't need anything else. Cheers.